Johnson back in the pocket. Tackle number four for the Warriors. It'll come back to Johnson. It's a slow play the ball. Now Sean Johnson. He's got a chance to win it. Sean Johnson. He's got it. Sean's got it. And the Warriors are inside the top four. They've sucked the Raiders an extra time. 21 points to 20. The crowd is on their feet. And you could not get a closer game. Between two teams vying for the top four, what a field goal from Johnson. Three, two, one, come on. We are the power, we are the speed, we are the skills, that's all we're going to need. Get up and shout, say it to the end. We are the Warriors 100%. We are the power, we are the speed, we are the skills, that's all we're going to need. Get up and shout. Right, first of all, you heard from uh, Sam Hewitt and Tony Kemp, uh, and then, of course, uh, that was the, the Warriors' home team victory chant. So, and uh, they're getting pretty good at it. Uh, the reason why is they're winning a lot of games in tight situations. So, that was absolutely fantastic. 21 uh, 20 over Ricky Stewart's uh, Raiders in Golden Point. Identical scoreline to the New South Wales Cup side, where Ronald Volkman hit a drop goal with seven seconds left of regular time. Uh, the club are in great space right now with both top uh, teams in the top four of their respective competitions. But elsewhere in the NRL, uh, the Tigers have won what the fans have dubbed the Spoon Bowl by losing to the Dragons. Um, and then the, the, the Knights are shocked the storm and the NRLW is back. Uh, we welcome back to the voice of rugby league to our show, Andrew Voss, who's just uh, finished his own breakfast show in Sydney with Brandy Alexander. Vossy, nice to have you back with us. Ah, Smithy, I've missed you too. And and may I say, I mean, you've, you've neglected to mention uh, and Andrew Voss from the home of the Ashes, of course. We have retained the Ashes with the help of a little bit of rain, but um, who cares? Um, that's cricket. They invented the game. Rain's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> big news. Is that, is that the manner of winning it? Is it big news or slightly disappointing? Oh, huge. No, 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 we've been rubbing it in all morning, mate. It's it's been it was just the text line lit up. It's just messages for England, yeah, great Crimea River. Um, you know, um, the, the secret. Uh, there was a great piece written over here in the Australian press. See, first first key to winning the Ashes: don't go down two nil. Like, you know, and isn't that the truth? Like, England lost the first two tests. That's the key. Don't be down two nil, having to win three tests in a row to win the win the series. Um, that's probably pretty sage advice today, I reckon. Uh, is it a little hollow? Eh, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. Um, I would have liked to have said a little bit more because Australia actually in the 21 overs they played on day four, it's a good fight back. Mm. Manus Lobbyshain century. But anyway, we're here to talk rugby league. You can't change the facts. Australia have retained the ashes and may, and may still win 3-1, mind you. And it, and it can blow up if you... If you if you win a series 3-1, how could the other side say they're unlucky? That's dead right. Well, you'll wait and see. Actually, I'm still thinking there's a lot of interest in that oval test match. But you're right, we are principally here to talk about uh, rugby league. Uh, and that means for us here on uh, our side, of course, to talk about the Warriors 21-20, uh, which gets them into a seriously co- good position on the ladder. And the good story continues, Fossey. Oh, well... I think we've been calling the Warriors the real deal for many, many weeks now, and I, I, I thought they were the better side the other night. I know Ricky had a bit of a bit of a uh, blow up at the end, and, and Jared Croker, if he had to kick the goal on full time, well, we don't even get Golden Point. But 
I thought the Warriors had been the better side, not by a lot. Um, in the end, it was four tries to three to the Raiders, but uh, getting those uh, two tries back-to-back in the last two and a half minutes. Sean Johnson, what a story, what a movie we've got in the making here. The, the Sean Johnson comeback, bad for the second time, and then a Golden Point winner. You know, I, I'm thinking destiny here. I'm thinking a real crack at the Dalian medal, maybe, for, for, for Sean Johnson. There's just so many... Oof good stories around him. Ride the crest of a wave at the moment. It's, it's just been fantastic to watch. In some ways, um, Sean Johnson, I don't know really how to put this, because it's always like there's two Sean Johnsons. The old Sean Johnson, as I've said before on Record Smithy, as brilliant as any player I've called. I've had so much fun calling the Sean Johnson big moments. But he's now a better player without doing those brilliant things on a regular basis. He's actually a better, more rounded player this season, what he's contributed to the Warriors' cause. I, I firmly believe that. What do they need to to be serious contenders? Now, we were joking about making the eight, and now we're serious yep. about making the four. Just how far behind the real upper echelon teams are they, do you feel? Well, I think just keep the defensive record going. Uh, and, and you certainly don't want to be conceding the two tries in the last two and a half minutes that, that gave their coach a heart attack and the fans. But you know, the, the, the proof is in the pudding, really, in the numbers. And the defensive numbers for the Warriors are a massive improvement year on year. And it put them in the zone when you look at historically which teams perform best at the pointy end of the season. Well, the Warriors' defence is not their attack. And their attack is fantastic. When it clicks, it's they're great to watch. But the Warriors' defence is what's, which has got them there and has won the respect, I think. And if the Warriors' defence holds, uh, they go in with a, with a top-four finish. Potential will have a home final. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think a shot. There's no way you could dismiss the Warriors because they're still on the up, Smithy. You know, they are mm. still improving. Now, you can't say that about too many sides in the competition, and they've had no origin hangover. You know, there's no impact of state of origin. They've had injuries earlier in the season. They can tick the box of depth. You mentioned New South Wales Cup there. Um, you know, well-placed there. So they've got players they can call on. Um, no, there's there's lots. <laughs> it's real, baby. <laughs> Hop on for the ride and see where it ends. Well, last weekend's ride started with the two bottom teams that finished with uh, the Panthers. So it uh, really was uh, from bottom to top there. And the hapless uh, Tigers season just continues on with their... If you're the CEO and you're Justin Pascoe, uh, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Um, because there's been very little, if any, improvement signs. Oh, their attack was horrible. Really horrible the other night. Um, yeah, they, they scored a couple of tries while the Dragons had Tyrell Sloan in the sin bin, the fullback. Um, but, you know, sadly, it, it, is, it is very hard to take. Tigers fans listening now that last season, Wooden Spoon and the throwaway line, people would say, ah, well, the alleyway's up. And people quite rightly pointed out, well, actually, you can go down because this season there's 17 teams. We've gone from 16 to 17. So they've actually gone down. And the fact of the matter is they've won less games now. They've only won three this year. They won four last year. They are wretched seasons. Wretched seasons. And their attack... Seriously, is is so poor around the halves. I know they've got Luke Brooks out, and Adam Dewey would have been there, but um, you know, oh, gee, it was it was it was well, it wasn't first grade standard what they produced the other night. And Tim Sheen said as much. If these blokes want to earn a living and they're earning a good living, then they've got to go better than that. 
You know, they're not playing like first graders in in, um, in, in many facets of the game. Well, one that one team that is, and uh, Reese Walsh, part of it, are the Broncos, who accounted for the Rabbitohs, thirty six to twenty. Um, yeah. They don't uh, look like they're showing any signs of relenting this progress either. No, one like a good side, um, Brisbane really did, and, and you know thoroughly deserved their place up in the top four, um, and and yeah, possibly room for improvement. Adam Reynolds is a marvel what he's doing. Um, there he was against his former club the other night. He was as good as any player on the ground. But they've got strike. Um, they can score points. You know they, they've still got to keep their defence intact. Uh, Brisbane, South Sydney got twenty points against them. South are probably a big story. That they have a side that could win the comp. They can beat anyone, but their defence. Man, since round 12, Smithy, it has gone to the dogs. They had such a good first two and a half months to the season. Some moved them up to premiership favourites based on that. But since round 12, their defence is horrible. And um, right now, Rabideau sit outside the eight. So big month coming up for them. Finally, something for Roosters fans to get a little bit uh, titillated about, I guess, when it's fair to say. But overall, they can't be chuffed at all at what's... uh, What's happening there? Well, the weekend's fallen well that uh, on the table. In terms of points, in terms of numbers, they're back in contention because they're only two points out of the eight now. Um, five of the top eight actually lost on the weekend, Smithy. So that's what's mm. happened there. Um, so, yes, mathematically now back in with a chance, um, racing to 36 nil against the Titans. So what you read on that, I don't know. We're really not going to know until this week. If the Roosters beat the Broncos on Thursday night and really take it to them and beat them, well, they're not prepared to say, well, there's life in them. But I can't base it... Mathematically, there's life in them, but I can't you know, come up with a confident assessment of the Roosters until I see how they follow up this week, and it's Thursday, and it's a big one against the Broncos. I can't, I can't go to the top of a mountain and say the Roosters are back when they do it to the Titans. What can you say about the Cowboys then? 24-16 over the Eels. Well, I'll put it this way. In a game of snakes and ladders, they are on a ladder, and there's a few teams on the snake, uh, but there's no snake mm. inside for the Cowboys. Getting better, Smithy, getting better. Um, have depth, um, have big match players, you know, players that have now played Origin and Test football that they didn't have um, a little more than 12 months ago. So that all has to help. All has to help. I, I, I believe the Cowboys are a genuine contender and still very capable of finish top, finishing top four, the Cowboys. Paul Dogs uh, seem to be um, a bit of a mess from the outside looking on, but they're getting a backing from uh, from Gus Gould. Uh, and the Panthers get their their playmaker back, and uh, they march over the top, really, 44-18 to end the weekend. Well, I called the game yesterday. It was like a masterclass watching Penrith go about their work. Didn't make a mistake in the first 25 minutes or so and led 28-0. They were scoring it better than a point a minute. It was, you know, really... Really good stuff. I mean, they'd be leading any team in the comp based on that, but against a moderate opposition, they're going to put 28 nil Against a good side, they might have led 12 or 16 nil. but against the Bulldogs, it was 28 nil. They stuck at it, you know, from there. 18-16, um, it was from there, if you want to look at it that way, to the Bulldogs. But, no, Penrith, um, you know, they're Group 1 class in racing um, parlance, and, and uh, the Bulldogs are provincial form only. Can I rip up my ticket on the Sharks? Can I? Yep. I'm holding on to it tightly. Yeah, well, that, well, that's the snakes and ladders game. They're on the snake, aren't they? They're, they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're sliding down a massive python. Um, the sharks. I, I thought early doors they could win the competition. I thought, you know, they had a squad to do it, but they've totally lost their way. Um, 
at the forefront of that. I've got to call it out. Nico Hines' form uh, is just all over the shop. Um, but there's, he's got plenty of mates. And, uh, and defensively, they were ripped to shreds yesterday by Manly for um, 30 or a bit over 40 minutes where it got to 30 nil. So they come back to win. I don't know whether Craig Fitzgibbon takes much solace out of that. He knows he's in... Yeah, he's, he's got to press the alarm buttons at uh, Cronulla at the moment. They're very much on the slide. I had Cameron Smith on my breakfast show this morning. He has them missing the eight. That's how big he thinks the slide is. So we, we can forget about talking to them. No team's ever won the comp from outside the eight. So the Sharks are in a fight now just to make the finals. Okay, very sad news uh, from my personal point of view. Hey, we started with the Ashes. Can we finish with, uh, Vossi, just a quick uh, little summation of uh, where the Matildas are at uh, in terms of the Football World Cup, the reaction to the tournament over there, and where's Sam Kerr? What's happening there? Well, Sam Kerr with a calf. I mean, calf injuries have been rampant across the NRL this year. I think we had 10, I think we had 10, more than 10 players actually missed the first round this year with calf injuries and it's carried on. So based on the NRL experience, Sam Kerr ain't playing any time in the next three weeks at least. Um, so that's a, that's a real problem. Um, the wash up to the first game, the event was far better than the performance. Like, you know, it was easy to get, it was, and it really was, and, it, and make no apology for saying that. It was easy to get carried away because it was such a big moment. You know, 80,000 watching game one, for Australia, that was. He'd already had New Zealand, Norway. But um, to watch the, the first game and Australia playing um, in, in front of 80,000 home crowd, Women's World Cup, was just a massive event. And the event outdid the performance. So, so they have a lot of room for improvement and will need to improve. Um, you would think they'd make the quarterfinals, but from there, every game will be very tough. Um, but, uh, you know, that's what the pool rounds are for. If you keep collecting three points you're on your way, and New Zealand and Australia are sitting in that position at the moment. Well done, uh, Vossi. Uh, great summation of um, three codes there. We thank you very much for it, and you have a mighty fine week. Thank you for your time. Yeah, don't mention Wallabies all back later this week. I'm fearing Oh, it's, oh no, we've yeah, run out yeah, of this time. Week, yeah, okay. yeah run, out of time. run out of time. And I think the line's dropping out, actually, Smitty, so see you. Yeah, Bye. good on you.